Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, having streaked through the sky to the burning prison barracks in which Batman and Robin were imprisoned, Superman hovers high in midair, then stiffens in horror at what he sees below him. Great Scott. I'm afraid I'm too late to save Batman and Robin. But I must try. Down to them. Down! Can you remember as far back as this morning, gang, just after you finished dressing for school and Mother served up a delicious and nourishing breakfast? Well, there was lots of what it takes in that food to keep young folks pepped up in high gear. Vitamins and calories essential to the development of your mind and body. Now, do you recall that long about lunchtime, you felt the driving need for more of the same? Well, that was because you had used up all the energy contained in your breakfast. You needed more, and Mother saw to it that you got it. But in lots of homes in Europe and Asia, war-ravaged parts of the world, other boys and girls like you, who also need vitamins and calories to keep going, didn't have them. All they got to eat today was maybe a little thin soup and a crust of dry bread. And it wasn't because their mothers didn't recognize their need and want to fulfill it. It was because that's all there was in the house. Now, how far do you think you could go on food like that? How much running and playing and schoolwork do you think you could accomplish with so little nourishment? Not much, believe me. You'd probably grow thin and weak and listless, and so become subject to sickness and disease. Well, that's exactly what is happening to thousands and thousands of boys and girls all over the world, all through no fault of their own, simply because they are innocent victims of war. But something can be done to help them get the proper kind of food necessary to health and strength, so that they, too, can grow up to be useful citizens of the world. And you can help them. You, the lucky boys and girls of America, can help them by joining the Crusade for Children, a nationwide organization of American young people dedicated to helping the less fortunate children overseas. Later, I'll tell you more about this wonderful opportunity you have to do something helpful. So stay with us. And now... The Adventures of Superman. Motivated by selfishness and greed, a rabble-rouser named Mort Beeler, who masqueraded as a Mr. Jones, captured the famous Batman and arranged for a man who had been trained to impersonate Batman to make un-American speeches. Then Robin, Batman's young companion, was led into an ambush and captured. While Superman tried to trace his friends by the means of a recording of Jones's voice, Jones and the impersonator appeared at Batman's bank and took possession of his large fortune. Then they returned to an old revolutionary barracks far upstate to do away with Batman and Robin. There, the dynamic duo staved off disaster temporarily by overpowering a guard and pretending to have a gun. But Jones countered by setting fire to the ancient barracks in which Batman and his young companion were chained to heavy beams. 
By a grim stroke of fate, Jones and the impersonator were struck down in the burning wreckage when part of the roof collapsed. Now, as Superman zooms down into the flaming building, the rest of the roof is buckling, about to collapse upon the unconscious forms of Batman and Robin. Batman! Robin! Oh, oh they're unconscious. That chain! Hey, that roof's gonna fall in a second. I better rip these chains out of the wall, like this. There. I'll just wrap my cape around these two, like this. Uh-oh, here comes that roof! Swiftly covering his unconscious friends with his brilliant red cape, Superman stands above them, shielding them as the blazing roof plunges down with a roar upon his head and shoulders. And... Now... Up! Up! And away! Unharmed, the man of steel shrugs the burning timbers from his shoulders and protecting the two limp figures in his arms, leaps from the inferno high into the clear, cool sky, looking like a gigantic phoenix, the fabulous firebird. Then, surveying the awesome scene below for an instant, Superman veers and streaks away to the south, bound for Metropolis. Away! A short time later in the house they occupy as Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson, Batman and Robin have been seen and pronounced fit by their doctor. Now, after showers and a change into fresh clothes, they're in their kitchen with Superman, who has resumed his guise of Clark Kent. Bruce is making a third round of sandwiches, and Dick is pouring a second bottle of milk. Hey, well, this is good eating. I must have been hungry. Well, good. I'll fix some more sandwiches. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, don't make any more for me, Bruce. I'm full. Mm, keep working, Bruce. I'll eat Mr. Kent's here. <laughs> okay, Dick. If you can take it, I can dish it up. Mm, you keep dishing, Chum, and I'll keep taking it. <laughs> Where do you put it all, Dick? Oh, I'm a growing boy, didn't you know? <laughs> or maybe the fire gave me an appetite. Oh, don't remind me of that. Well, once I really thought we were done for. Well, me too. And we would have been if not for Superman. Hey, that reminds me. I, I didn't thank you, Clark. Oh, forget it, Bruce. Huh? What are you thanking him for? Why, because I... I... Well, that's a fine question to ask, Dick. Didn't Clark find and identify that recording of Jones's voice I left behind? Oh, that's right. And then he turned over the info to Superman, huh? Well, that's about right, huh? Hey, Clark? Yeah, well, something like that. <laughs> so something is... Something like that's good. And what are you two laughing about? Who, me? Yes, you. There's something going on that I don't know about. Now, what gives? <laughs> well, maybe we'll tell you sometime. Yes, maybe. <laughs> oh, come on. Tell me now. No can do, sonny boy, so forget it. Now we... Maybe I can guess. Don't bother, Dick. Forget it, I said. Uh, look, Clark. Jones, Mort Beeler, I mean, and my impersonator are really done for, aren't they? Yep. They'll never pull another rascally trick in this world, Bruce. Well, I hate to say it, but they had it coming to them. They sure did. They weren't only thieves and murderers, but rabble-rousers who tried to turn people against each other, which is worse. Yes, they were the worst kind of rabble-rousers, Dick. You know, Jones had a printing press in that old prison barracks in which he used to print anti-racial pamphlets to mail out all over the country. No kidding. Sure. Yeah, he was a nice guy, all right. Say, that reminds me. Anybody get a newspaper? Why? I want to look at the want ads. With all our money burned up in the fire, we'll have to get jobs. You and Bruce have jobs, Dick. Your job is to bat against crooks and rabble-rousers. Oh, we do that for free and for fun. And I'm spoiled. I like to eat three square meals a day. Oh, 
what I've seen this evening, you'd like to eat four or five. <laughs> well, don't worry, Dick. You'll keep on eating. Clark tells me that Beeler and my impersonator needn't have gone back into the fire for the securities they stole from me because one of their men had brought the suitcases out. Well, I'll be darned. Pretty ironic, huh? Yes, but good. And when Superman went back there after bringing us here this evening, he picked up our little nest egg. And the followers of the late Mr. Jones Beeler, who were starting for places unknown. Oh, well, isn't that nice? Ah, that Superman, you know, he's a lad after my own heart. And mine. Holy smokes. What's the matter, Clark? Oh, a fine newspaper reporter I am. Here I've got a big scoop, but instead of rushing into the Daily Planet, I sit here idly playing tiddlywinks with you guys. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Out of my way, I've got to fly. And I do mean fly. So long, chum. So long, Mr. Kent, and thanks. Yeah, thanks, and happy landings, Clark. Call me anytime. So long. Hurrying from Batman and Robin's house... Clark Kent pauses in the shadows to resume his true identity of Superman. Then, up, up, and away! Man of Steel takes again to the airways and streaks across the tall skyscrapers and broad avenues of the city to the Daily Planet, where he meets head-on with a startling surprise. We'll be back in a moment to find out what it is, so keep listening. Gang, let me tell you once again that the biggest job you, the boys and girls of America, can do today is to lend a helping hand to the less fortunate children of Europe and Asia, those innocent victims of the last war who haven't enough to eat. Helping those poor young people gives you an opportunity to do something that is really worthwhile, something that will make you feel proud. Believe it or not, there are 230 million of those hungry children all over the world who look to you, the lucky boys and girls of America, for a helping hand. They're counting on you. Their faith in you is their only hope for a healthy future. Don't let them down. They'll pay you back for acts of kindness all their lives with understanding friendship, the kind of friendship that leads to world peace, and that is very important. How can you help? By joining the Crusade for Children in your city. Members of the Crusade for Children canvass their neighborhoods for contributions. They give plays and parties to raise money and raise additional funds through the sale of cookies and candies which they make themselves. They do lots of other things, too. All sorts of things that will bring in money, which is then used to purchase healthful, nourishing foods to be sent starving children overseas. It's real good, helpful work. And it's loads of fun, too. So don't waste any more time. Join the Crusade for Children tomorrow. Find out from local service agencies if there is a chapter of Crusade for Children in your city. If there isn't one, do something about it. Get your teacher or a social service worker to help you organize a chapter. Get your parents to give you a hand and ask your friends to join you in this very worthwhile activity. Remember what I said before. There are 230 million starving children in Europe and Asia who are counting on you to help them grow up strong and healthy with proper foods. Don't let them down. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Back at the Metropolis Daily Planet in his disguise as Clark Kent, mild-mannered and bespectacled reporter, Superman typed the amazing story of Mort Beeler and Batman and Robin. Then, ripping the last page of the story from his typewriter, he strode to his office door and threw it open on the bustling city room. Copy. Copy, boy. Come on, Beanie. Come on, step on it. Yes, sir. Got something hot, Mr. Kent? Oh, I got a scoop for page one, that's a all. A scoop, huh? Yes, what? but at the rate you're traveling, it'll be ancient history by the time you get it to the city editor's desk. Well, God... all, right, all right, never mind the conversation. Now, here, Beanie, take this to Mr. Burroughs. And shift into high gear, will you please? Yes, sir. I'm on my way. <laughs> oh, what a kid. I wonder if he still plays euchre. Oh, oh what a day. 
Even I can stand a bit of relaxing right now. Oh, and there's my phone. Now what? Hello? Hello, Kent. Yes, who's this? This is Candy Myers. Well, hello, Candy. Hey, how's the private detective business? It's running me into the ground, chum. Oh. I need your help, but bad. Oh, now look. What would a super sleuth need me for? Now, please, Kent, don't make with a quiz game. Why, right, what's the I matter? I wouldn't be calling you all the way from England just for a gag. England? Yeah, London, England. And if you don't get here to give me a hand soon, I'll be pushing up English daisies in a British potter's field. Hey, sounds serious, Candy. It is serious. What's more, it's a terrific story for you. Well, just tell me where I can find you, and I'll see you before you can say tea and crumpets. I'm staying at the Three Georges Hotel in London. That's all I need to know, Candy. So long. I'll see you soon. Replacing the phone, Clark Kent leaps across his office and turns the lock in his door, then strips off his business suit and spectacles, and is revealed once more in the skin-tight blue costume and crimson cape of Superman. Up! Leaping high through his office window, Superman veers to the east and straightening out like a great red and blue arrow, hurtles across the city and out over the broad Atlantic Ocean, bound for London, England, and Candy Myers. What is the terrific story in which Superman's private detective friend is involved and in which he requires Superman's help? It is a terrific story, fellows and girls, just as Candy promised. And we can promise you that you'll be sitting on the edges of your chairs from beginning to end. So be sure to tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, and listen to Chapter One of The Kingdom Under the Sea on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom X and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.